0: What is going on everybody? Welcome in to episode number 242 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I am your host, Kyle Bennett, a.k.a. KB, coming at you from Underground Studios. Not live tonight because our boy Steve is grinding away on the Twitch stream, Uh, but got a lot to talk about. MLB Draft went down tonight. Wanted to wait to record until the Phillies made their pick. That I am absolutely thrilled about. The local kid heads down to Tampa, and the Philadelphia 76ers ownership group needs to sell the damn team. But before we get started, Underground Sports Philadelphia brought to you by our amazing local sponsors: Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Automotive, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC. And the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. For all of our New Jersey listeners, local businesses can start to open up again post stay at home order June 15th, next Monday. Go support your local businesses, especially our awesome sponsors that have stuck with us through this old COVID 19. And of course, our incredible merch provider, Design Tree, DSGNTree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia. Use the promo code DSGN10. Saves yourself $10 off your order at checkout. Gear up for the NBA, the NHL playoffs. Who the hell knows if baseball is going to happen? I don't see it happening. But we've got our kick-ass Bryce Harper shirts on our storefront. You can't miss out on those. Go get your merch. DSGentry.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia. And, of course... Those badass, incredible humans over at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing, supporting us big time, and uh, two brothers on Long Island just doing the damn thing. They're pumping out sunglasses, getting restocked in every single make and look on their site, and you can get yours. I just got a pair of shades in today. They are absolutely incredible. They are lightweight on the face. They protect your eyes from the sun. And you can get them for even cheaper with our promo code USP at checkout. Saves you 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. Sign up for their rewards program. Start earning Hawk points as well. Total those bad boys up. Free money to spend on their website. TomahawkShades.com. Use the promo code USP. Save yourself 25% off. Styling and profiling all summer long with Tomahawk Shades. A quality product for an affordable price. Guys, the Phillies made their pick tonight, and with the 15th overall pick, they selected a high school pitcher out of Jesuit High School in Portland, Oregon, 6'5", 198 pounds. That is Mick Abel. Mick Abel is the pick. I am very excited about Brian Barber, the new Philly scouting director, his first pick with the Philadelphia Phillies Nick Abel is 18 years old guys his fastball ranges right now from 94 to 97 miles per hour he also flaunts a slider and a curveball that are both considered big time pitches from the people that understand the pitching game in Major League Baseball he has drawn a lot of very positive comps throughout This process. Tonight alone, there were comps to Justin Verlander. There were comps to Jack Flaherty. And those should make Phillies fans salivate to hear Justin Verlander and Jack Flaherty. Those two guys right there are big time. Elite pitchers in Major League Baseball history. Verlander, obviously, a future Hall of Famer. And Jack Flaherty, one of the young studs in the game right now on the mound. He is big time. And and Abel is committed to Oregon State. But according to Jim Salisbury, it it seems like he's expected to sign with the Phillies. Going 15th overall, I think, is a big deal. Uh, He's a four-pitch pitcher. So he's got the four-seam, the two-seam fastballs. The curveball and the slider, like we said. Uh, Abel said that the best off speed is his slider. And he feels like he can throw it in any count, in any quadrant. Really manipulate it to give a slurvier shape or tighten it up with more velocity. Uh, A fantastic follow on Twitter, at Pitching Ninja, tweeted out some videos. We tweeted out some videos as well. I am thrilled about this pick and... My buddy Alex Carr from The Good Fight, SP Nation's Phillies blog, he and I are on the same wavelength. This is four straight years now that I am just over the moon with the Phillies draft picks. 2017, you had Adam Hazley, who I was very excited about being a college hitter, looked really poised to become a quality everyday Major League player, and we've gotten to see a lot of Adam Hazley recently. 2018, we get the one and only prodigal son Alec Bohm. last year Bryson Stott falls to number 14 which was just a, a god dream and now Nick Abel Mick Abel comes into the mix and man it is it's just so exciting to see now four straight drafts that I think the Phillies have really nailed it on the head each and every pick and obviously, the, the big concern is high school pitchers have like the biggest bust rates. But this kid was throwing 95 miles an hour at age 15. They're not going to fast track him, which I think is a big positive. I think he's going to have time to develop, time to kind of grow into his own. I think he can get a little bit bigger uh, muscle-wise and, and really develop full-blown like he's only 18 years old he's got plenty of time I think this is a fantastic pick for the Phillies with Abel still being uh on the board at 15 I was shocked I was shocked with a lot of the talent that was on the board Ed Howard was still there um Bitsko was still on the board and he ended up going down to Tampa which I'll talk about as well um But there was a lot of quality guys still on the board at 15 for the Phillies to pick from. And and with Mick Abel being there, uh, I'm very excited about this uh, prep school kid. And, you know, the last time the Phillies drafted a pitcher of of note in the first round was Aaron Nola. And we all know what Aaron Nola has become. Face of this podcast in terms of, uh, you know, for the brand with hashtag Nola Day. Shout out to Broad Street Buddies and Design Tree. Um but I mean you think about a future rotation potentially of Aaron Nola, you know, deeper into his prime Spencer Howard and Mick Abel. Oh buddy. That is some good eats right there as a one, two, three punch. And um you know, I think the Phillies really did their homework scouting wise Uh, there was reports that the Phillies scouts visited with Abel in person in January and watched his indoor workouts uh, and obviously not getting a chance to watch him pitch high school this year because of COVID and the shutdown and everything you know he was in the showcase circuit last summer as well but he didn't throw a competitive pitch this spring so, I mean, there's a lot of gambling that goes into this pick, but 87-mile-an-hour slider, 94-mile-an-hour sinker. And another comparison that was shown on the broadcast of the draft was Steven Strasburg. So you think of the three guys, you know, Strasburg, Verlander, and Jack Flaherty, to to have those comparisons – I think are just, you know, the sky is the limit for Mick Abel, and his Mick is short for McLean, and I mean, you've got Zach Wheeler here as well, Uh, the Phillies don't have a second round pick in the draft because they signed Zach Wheeler, so they don't pick again until 87th overall. And uh, the 15th overall pick this year was slotted at $3.88 million. So, uh, pretty awesome to see. And Abel is the first pitcher taken by the Phillies in the first round since Aaron like I said, and the club had not taken a high school pitcher as a straight first rounder, which means not in the supplemental round. Since 2010 when they took Germantown friend's very own Jesse Biddle with the 27th overall pick. Um, And not soon after... Abel got drafted, the one and only, Bryce Harper, gave him a ring on FaceTime, and uh, a quote from Abel to Jim Salisbury said, that was pretty cool, I was like, wow, that's Bryce Harper, what the heck, Uh, I think a lot of us would be like that, so Mick Abel, uh, I'm going to be doing a lot more deep dives on him on social media, I'll be putting stuff out, I'm very excited to take a look at this kid with any film I can find, Um, he's big, he's strong, and I think he's a perfect fit for what this Phillies team is looking to do with the pitching position. Uh, a big right-hander, has four pitches. He's versatile there. And uh, I'm, I'm pumped to see this kid eventually when he gets called up to the big leagues. I think he's going to be dynamic. Because, you know, you don't just get compared to three – elite pitchers like Strasburg, Verlander, and Flaherty for nothing. And I think Mick Abel being on the board was a, a, a gift right in the Phillies' laps. Um, so, big time pick up for the Phils there. Bitsco goes to the Tampa Bay Rays. He was kind of the guy that everybody was championing around. Um, I think the Rays got an absolute winner. You know, Bitsko doesn't turn 18 until next week uh, if he came out Next year he would have been a surefire like top five, top seven pick, and um, you know that's just a typical Rays move. So shout out to the uh, the PA boy, Mister Bitsko, getting uh, taken in the first round, and he's he gets taken in the first round pretty much based off of electronic data because it was all film that people were watching of him throwing and using. You know, the tools in front of him, and that was praised by the Rays. And, of course, the broadcast crew was very uh, misinformed because, shout out to Jack Fritz, he had been championing Bitsko for quite some time. And they were saying, you know, here's a guy who wasn't uh, getting any hype or being talked about. No, you're very, very wrong. And uh, shout out to Jack Fritz for being the guy for championing a first-round Major League Baseball draft pick. Um, but like I said, we're going to get deeper into this. I'm going to try to pull some people uh, that are well-knowledged with the MLB draft to get on the show either on Saturday or next Wednesday. Also, big news because New Jersey's uh, stay-at-home order lifted a bit. You know, We're easing back into some normalcy here at the pod. Uh, should be having, next Wednesday, should have the one and only Matt Castorina via FaceTime, and then in a couple weeks... Should have people starting to come back into the studio. Very, very excited to have in-person, in-studio podcasting. It it makes a big difference. You guys get to watch us when we are live. Um, it, It makes a big difference being solo or doing a show through FaceTime. Than it is with somebody sitting right next to me. Where I can kind of just, you know, have that in-person interaction. But getting closer and closer to having people back in the studio to record pods. And that's just a super exciting feeling. um, To know that that is, you know, on the horizon. But uh, like I was saying though, going to try to get some more people that are knowledgeable of our guy. Mick Abel. And uh, just, you know, them will be draft in general to see how they're feeling about it. Tried to shoot my shot with Pitching Ninja, uh, Rob Friedman, on Twitter tonight. We'll see if he gives me the follow back so I can shoot him a DM. But we're working on it. And uh, very excited about this, this Phillies pick. Do, do a little just easy Twitter searching of, of Mick Abel. And uh, even if you just type in at Pitching Ninja, then type in Mick Abel. A lot of good stuff. From this kid Phillies fans should be very excited I'm very excited And um, You know We'll see what the Phillies do Their next pick isn't until pick 87 In the third round On Thursday uh, Draft resumes Thursday at 5pm With the second round And then the Phillies pick 116 and 146 After that So they'll get four shots at this thing Mick Abel Shot number one We'll see what happens with the other three picks On Thursday, the real issue that we need to talk about tonight is Joshua Harris is just a straight up stooge. The whole blitzer corporation, bunch of buffoons. So it came out this week that allegedly Joshua Harris, who was going to make Sixers and Devils employees take pay cuts before they got bullied on Twitter into not doing it. Uh, Apparently, Joshua Harris is among the suitors interested in buying the New York Mets, according to Variety. Joshua Harris, the co-founder of Apollo Global Management, has an estimated net worth of $2.7 billion. In addition to Harris, David Blitzer an executive at private equity firm, Blackstone, is also a suitor for the Mets, and we all know they are all in this together as as partners. Uh, The businessmen will also be up against Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez, who are reportedly back at the negotiating table in an effort to buy the Mets. Um, It is just... (laughs) It's too rich, you know? Joshua Harris wanting to buy the Mets. It, it 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 irks my soul because you know so many people. <laughs> you know I'm looking at this headline from, no offense to Metsmerized, Joshua Harris and David Blitzer know how to run a team. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. A boldface lie. They have no fucking clue. Pardon my language. They don't care. Joshua Harris pisses me off this much. I. It's just so comical because allegedly, uh, I gotta. I gotta find this article from MLB Trade Rumors because there was a a post about saying that Joshua Harris. Uh, wants to create like this sports triangle super mecha thing and it, it's just it, these guys man like they leave me speechless like this they leave me speechless because they're just so stupid you know the the things that they do as owners of they have no clue they are literally just in this for the money First and foremost, we all know this. So here here it is. Um, They're in the early stages of compiling a bid for the Mets, according to Variety, like I had said. Um, And they also have ownership stakes in, obviously, the Sixers and Devils. Both are shareholders in Premier League side Crystal Palace FC. There's baseball experience too because Blitzer co-owns the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders, the Yankees' Triple A affiliate. Uh, an interest he'd likely have to uh, get rid of if he were to buy into this, but you know, to to have these guys owning a Philadelphia team, it's bad enough they already own the Devils. You know, you you own a team that's actively working against the Philadelphia hockey team that your basketball team shares a home with you know you rent the facility pretty much and now you want to go buy the New York Mets and piss off Philadelphia that much more because you don't care that's the thing this this move should prove to everyone that Joshua Harris and this ownership group literally do not give a shit about the Sixers And they are just buying things up for money. This is just another business endeavor for him. And he he keeps continuing to double down that he's not selling the team. Joshua Harris, David Blitzer, and the whole ownership group, this is my message to you. It is time to sell the team. Sell the team. You have made it so blatantly obvious that you have no interest whatsoever in The long-term success of the Philadelphia 76ers. You have no interest in making sure this team is a functioning franchise. You are literally just here for a cash grab, which we already know you have made your money back on your investment beyond belief, and it's just time for you to hang it up, you know? Like I said, it's it's bad enough that they are the owners of the New Jersey Devils. And now you want to buy the New York Mets and just get in get your feet wet in every sp- what's next, football? God forbid this ownership group ever got into the NFL. The only team I could see them owning is the Cleveland Browns because they're already a shit show. The the this ownership group needs to sell the Sixers immediately. I don't care to to who right now. It needs to be somebody that actually knows what they're doing, who actually gives a damn about winning and not pitting your fans against you because you own New York-based sports teams. You have no your best interest for the 76ers is long gone. You you don't care. You've proven time and time again that you don't care. You're indecisive as all hell. That's why there's like 15 owners. And you retained a front office from one of the the biggest, you know, information-leaking Twitter burner schemes ever. One of the originals, obviously, with burners, but, you know... They're they're just so incompetent. They they make me lose track of my words and and spit out mush. That's how pissed off Joshua Harris makes me. I just can't stand it anymore. It drives me absolutely bonkers that this guy owns a franchise that I enjoy rooting for, that I claim is quote-unquote my team, and yet here we are. looking to buy the New York Mets, one of the biggest shit show franchises in the front office. You know, they still owe Bobby Bonilla millions of dollars over the next, like, 15 years. I just, I can't do it, man. I can't, I can't, I can't stand him. Drives me absolutely nuts. It it needs to stop. Somebody needs to just put a, a freeze on his bank account force him to sell the sixers. Sell the sixers and use that money to buy the Mets. There's your deci- there there is the smart decision. Sell the Sixers first, get your money from the Sixers sale and use that to buy the Mets. Don't buy the Mets before you you sell the Sixers. I'm so sick of this ownership group. They're they're nothing but weasels. Just a bunch of cash-grabbing weasels, and I need them gone yesteryear. They should have been gone years ago. They should have sold this team years ago, and it drives me up a damn wall that they are still here, still you know, being pompous assholes, when just a couple months ago they were trying to have employees take pay cuts exponentially, and yet they have the money over here to just willy-nilly go and buy the New York Mets. In a sport that's not even playing right now, get out of my face! I'm so sick of them. Before we move on to uh, Ben Simmons' quarantine photos of him looking absolutely ripped, and some other just sports info, I gotta talk to you guys about our friends at Tomahawk Shades. They're doing they're doing it right, guys. I got my new sunglasses in today from Tomahawk Shades. The shades are looking great they're light they are so good outside my eyes felt completely protected um they're they're styling and profiling they came in an awesome box mom got a pair too they came in a great bag that also doubles down as uh i believe a lens wipe lens cloth it's simply too good to be true almost with what tomahawk shades is doing with their product why would you go out and spend hundreds upon hundreds of dollars on a pair of sunglasses that are going to end up getting lost stolen or broken because they have that brand name on them and then you're going to be pissed off that you're missing out on the you know the money that you spent on them and now you don't even have the glasses when you can go and get a pair of tomahawk shades for a fraction upon a fraction of the price and they're a much better quality and they look better and you can tell all your friends hey guess what i got these glasses for an affordable price didn't spend you know one or two of my paychecks to buy them I was able to get this and a whole outfit from Design Tree and still have money left in my pocket because Tomahawk Shades is providing a quality product for an affordable price. Two brothers on Long Island with the the vision and the dream to make this a reality. And that's exactly what they're doing. And obviously, you guys know I wear my Blue Light Plus glasses every single show. They have done wonders for my eyes. Invest in those if you're still working from home. Even if you're not, you should have a pair of blue light glasses on when you're staring at a screen for an exponential amount of time. It just makes too much sense. Tomahawk Shades released their new rewards program. You can earn Hawk Points by following them on Instagram and Facebook by clicking the links on their website. If you, if you celebrate a birthday, you earn Hawk Points, and for every dollar you spend on their website, you earn a Hawk Point per dollar. And with our promo code USP, you're going to save yourself 25% off your entire order. And all orders $75 and over right now, you get free shipping. Who doesn't like things that are free? Tomahawk Shades is doing it right, guys. They're the best in the business. We're very fortunate to be working with them. We're very fortunate that they jumped on board with us when they did. And uh, we've seen a bunch of you guys tweeting at us that you've purchased pairs and uh, appreciate that immensely. Help us pay some bills by using our promo code USP. Save yourself some change at checkout. 25% off. You can't beat it. A quarter of the price already knocked off the bat for you. Tom Shades, a quality product for an affordable price. Go do it. Go get yourself a pair or two or nine. Uh, Ben Simmons, hanging out with Alex Subers like he always does with some quarantine photos looking absolutely jacked growing the hair out the ninja bands were back shout out to our guy ryan at ninja bands on twitter for the brand right there uh ben looks absolutely ripped and in shape and ready to just jack shit up and and take names I'm, I'm very pumped for post-quarantine Ben. He looks super ripped. And I think he's on a mission to to go out and during these quarantine playoffs uh, put the league on notice and be like, Hey, you guys doubted me for way too long. I'm here to uh, just smack you guys in the mouth and, and we're going to do the bad thing. I'm pumped. And, you know, apparently Joel Embiid's been working out almost every single day for hours on end, for four weeks, getting back in shape. I'm excited, guys. July 31st, basketball back. Hockey on its way back. Baseball, I don't see it happening. I don't see baseball happening this year. The constant back and forth. You know, Rob Manfred came out today and said that he 100% believes Baseball is going to be played. 100% can, can say it will be played. I don't see it. I'll believe it when I see it because the constant back and forth bickering between these millionaires and billionaires has been ridiculous. I'm obviously on the side of the players because they're the ones going out there and having to put themselves in danger of potentially getting sick, coming in contact with humans. These owners don't have to go out on a field. They don't even have to leave the comfort of their homes. The amount of back and forth that this... The underlying uh, you know, debate of this entire back and forth between the players and the owners in Major League Baseball is the fact that the labor negotiations are coming up for the CBA and the players are trying to look like tough guys and and say we're not backing down. You know, we're giving you a fight right now, we're going to give you a fight down the line when it's time to negotiate the CBA and the the owners are just like, "Okay. Whatever. We the owners have all the leverage right now, which sucks. And it's pretty much do you want to win the battle or do you want to win the war?" And the back and forth that's gone on, you know, every single time it's like before they even look over it, you have tweets from Jeff Passan or Bob Nightingale or John Heyman or Ken Rosenthal uh, or any of your big baseball insiders. You know those are the big four. But anytime one of one of these proposals comes out, it, it's like before. If five seconds into it, it's like, oh nope, this side didn't agree to that. They don't like what they see. This seems like a step backwards. It's like, come on already. Like, did you even look? Did you even see what was being proposed to you? It it blows my mind that, you know, with everything going on in the world right now between a worldwide pandemic and protests about systemic racism in our country against black people. We have millionaires and billionaires fighting over a game. It's absolutely mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing to think about because it's all going to end up, if they do end up playing, it's going to end up being that they settle on 80 to 82 games, so it's half a season. The players obviously want things prorated. They agreed to an extended playoffs. The owners agreed to... Not have teams lose a draft pick uh, for free agency compensation this offseason. You know, there's a little bit of of give and take there, but overall it's just like, come on, guys, let's let's play baseball. You know, I'm all about the players standing their ground. Totally about it. And it's up to the owners to really provide. The, the compensation that the players are looking for, who knows if we're gonna get it? you know as as we sit here and record, it is you know June 10th. We are in double digits in June already and baseball is nowhere close to being played. If they want to get any of this started, it, it's like going to have to come to fruition, I'd say early next week. At the latest like I, I just don't see a way baseball gets played unless some miracle occurs like a friggin absolute miracle comes to pl- into play and both sides can agree on a deal and get people in place for spring training 2.0 get people ramped up uh you know so that they don't get injured as easily because that's going to be a big thing too. With this shortened season we're going to see so many injuries. And it's going, to, it's going to drive me nuts. But then you also got to get these games underway. If they end up playing. And it's such a shame because baseball has just. They have really really fumbled the bag on this one. And it's it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame what they've done. Because they could have been the first sport back. They could have had baseball in the spotlight, gotten so many people back into the game because it would have been the only live sport going on that people care about in the major four sports. But no, hockey beat everyone to it with their return to play plan. The NBA got back into the mix, and obviously the NFL isn't playing games yet. But it seems like they have a, a pretty stable plan in place right now as well too. And baseball just can't get out of their own way. They're literally a, a cat chasing its tail. They can't get out of their own way. And it drives me absolutely nuts. Drives me up a wall. We'll see. But I'm letting you guys know right now on June 10th. That uh, baseball is probably not going to be played. I, I would say 95% sure. Baseball is not going to get played in 2020. And it sucks. Because you know me. I'm one of the biggest baseball fans out there. Not having baseball is going to suck on a major level when it comes to sports consumption um so let's hope things get figured out in that five percent that i believe the glimmer of hope is is barely alive in <laughs> to say the least uh big time stuff though there is golf this weekend if you guys haven't already make sure you check out our golf podcast at get in the whole pod new episode came out with myself and our host Michaelson. Big time stuff. Charles Schwab Challenge going down. All the big name golfers are going to be there. Outside of Tiger Woods, which I know is a big draw for a lot of people, but Phil Mickelson, Ricky Fowler, Matthew Wolf, who we saw in the skins match, Jim Furyk, Dustin Johnson, all the big name golfers are going to be there. Shout out to everybody that has listened to that because getting the hole ended up on the top, uh, in the top 60. It peaked at number 60 on the golf top 200 chart uh, subcategory on Apple Podcasts. So shout out to everybody that's been supporting early on with getting the hole. It's been a lot of fun to uh, be a part of that project. And we're going to get Jax on board with everything, have him comfortable uh, leading the show big time on his own and getting a a co-host in there for him as well so I can take a step back and, and focus on, obviously, this show, OTB. And uh, all the behind-the-scenes things going on, but like I said earlier on in the show, very soon Matt's gonna be back on the show. I can't wait. It has been way too long. It's been almost three. It's been just about three months since Matt has been next to me in the studio doing a show. I can't wait. It has been way too long. Um, so very much looking forward to that. Soon enough, Dom will be back in the studio to record otb uh in person which is going to be fantastic uh so lots of things brewing lots of behind the scenes things brewing and uh very excited so make sure you check out all the stuff going on on the network between underground sports otb get in the hole streamer season should have a new episode within the coming days we'll announce what show will be talked about next soon Just Another Football Podcast is back up and rolling. Um, And obviously, fourth and goal, they are uh, prepping for this fantasy offseason. A lot of rankings and things like that. So, big time things coming. That's why you need to follow us on Twitter at UndergroundPHI. You can follow us on Instagram, same handle, at UndergroundPHI. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. And make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let me know what you think about the Phillies draft pick of Mick Abel. Let me know what you think about Joshua Harris trying to buy the stinking Mets because it's left me absolutely speechless. Or anything else that comes to mind. 5 stars only because we have standards. We know you do too. We are very close to 300 five-star ratings and reviews. Once we get there, reading the reviews, part two commences and you get to hear my lovely voice reading all of those amazing reviews from you beautiful people and if you don't use apple podcasts or have itunes for whatever reason you can check us out on spotify google play soundcloud stitcher the tune in app iheartradioradio.com wherever you get your podcasts we are there and we'll be back on saturday hopefully with a guest to help break down the phil's draft picks looking forward to seeing what they do on day two and uh i hope everybody's staying safe out there keep fighting the good fight we all know you know change isn't gonna happen overnight you know i've seen a lot of things die down on the twitter timeline keep keep your voices loud and proud um because we certainly need it change needs to happen so much change has already happened because of the protests that have gone on because of the petitions being signed um and you guys are, are doing a fantastic job. I know a lot of our followers have been uh, to protest or have donated their time, donated money. It, it's been awesome to see from our, our awesome community here at Underground Sports. So keep fighting the good fight, guys. Uh, stay safe as well. And um, if you are in New Jersey, just because stay-at-home orders were lifted doesn't mean you just jump right into the deep end. Stay safe, still take precautions, and uh, protect yourself. You know, be smart about things, and uh, it's going to be, it's going to keep being wild, but obviously we know we got to keep fighting the good fight, Black Lives Matter, and, um, you know, I've been signing so many petitions, I'm going to get carpal tunnel, but it's all worth it. In the end, it's all worth it, because if change is made, it's the change we need. Be the change you want to see in this world, and uh, like I said, we'll catch you guys on the saturday hopefully live with a guest if not we'll figure something out like we always do and that's because of our awesome local sponsors main auto llc douche Arms pro foot security 21 paul j gillespie incorporated bob novick automall mark ronchetti cpa llc and the dental wellness center of vineland and of course tree DSGNTree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia and use the promo code DSGN10 to save yourselves $10 off at checkout on all of our awesome merch. And then the boys over at Tomahawk Shades, use our promo code USP to save yourself 25% off your order. And all orders $75 and over are currently getting free shipping. Can't beat it. Best in the game. Tomahawk Shades. Support local businesses, guys, as they start to reopen. Uh, And like I said, be safe. Be kind to one another. This has been episode number 242 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Welcome to Philly, Mick Abel. You guys are the best. We are signing off. Peace.